I know, and I forget sometimes. <laughs> a podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related. Also, we can't figure out why my plants keep losing their lower leaves and like they grow taller, but like all the branches and leaves are at the top, they're not at the bottom. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but like if you could help, that would be great. Pete worded that in a way as if we were both pondering that. This yep. is news to me. But in other words, we tell you things you didn't know, you needed to know. How hey, are you, Pete? Hey, do you know the answer? No. Well, then I guess we both can't figure it out. Okay. <laughs> so, Pete, how are you? This week I had a Marissa moment. Oh, what does that mean? I can't wait to find it, out. No, it related to the show. Okay, so the elevator at work was broken. Okay. For four days this week, so... I usually bring my lunch. I would just go up once and go down once. So this guy comes up from the radio station and he goes, the people told me to come and interview you. And I'm like, of course they did because they know who I am. <laughs> but I had this thing where I talked to this student for maybe like a minute's worth of like me giving him audio. And then he left yeah. and I was like, I have no idea what I said to that guy. <laughs> what do you mean you don't know what you said? Like no recollection at all <laughs> wow that sounds exciting and i was I like bet. i hope i didn't say anything like offensive you know like Ooh. they should get this damn thing fixed or something but i think i tried to toe the line a little bit and, but yeah. guys it's very likely that we could have said that yeah <laughs> not that hard to believe yeah. uh yeah okay Keep me posted that, we're all very interested to know i didn't eat anything heart-shaped on valentine's day either we're coming you to you guys we're coming to you guys pretty late, but... Did you tell us you were going to eat something, Archie? No, but, like, I oh. like, I like to eat a Reese's peanut butter heart. <laughs> oh, okay, I see, I see, I see, okay. My mom and I's relationship, I, I guess, have gotten so casual that she just texted me Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> uh, I, I know my... how creepy that sounds. <laughs> Go ahead, no, it's not. <laughs> My parents usually like give me Valentine's Day presents. This year, they didn't buy me anything. But thankfully, our dear co-host Pete Phillips sent me chocolate-free, nope, sugar-free chocolate chocolates. Chocolate-free chocolates. <laughs> and I ate so many one day that I gave myself diarrhea because sugar-free things have a laxative effect. They were very good, though. Do you remember recently when we recorded, you made roasted broccoli? Yeah. And it was so good, you couldn't stop eating it? Yeah. Did the same thing yesterday. Like, how, how, how do I not learn from you? <laughs> Did you get sick? No, I didn't get sick. Okay. But I was like, I can't eat anything else today. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Sometimes broccoli can do that too. It's the way, like, the top part. But you're supposed so to eat greens, aren't you? Yeah. I don't know if it's bad for your stomach, but I mean, like. I was uh, just farting up a storm and then I had to so go to church. Healthy. And oh, I mean, in church, I had to, like, hold it in. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really have to, but that's good. How, that how are you doing, Marissa? I'm okay. I've been tired since I came back from Mexico. Daylight savings <laughs> is coming up. That's exciting. In a few weeks. <laughs> I don't know why this is the first vacation that made me feel like I was an adult. I've been on vacation as an adult before. I don't know what else. Like, I feel like I'm on, on an adult vacation. Oh, yeah, you I are. Mean, I mean, I was at an all-adult-only resort. Uh-huh. Like, nothing, nothing, like, raunchy happened. Uh, we didn't even get to go to Temptations, which is the swinger one. We wanted to stop by, but it was too far. 
Last stuff I can't say on air. But, no, not because it's too sexy. Oh, oh, oh adult resort. <laughs> no, it's not because it's bad. It's like more like something, something you all don't need to know. <laughs> but let's see if there's What's the most say. fun thing you did? This makes me sound like I'm a boring person. But um, got a selection of seashells that got progressively smaller. <laughs> What was the most uncomfortable thing you did? Play volleyball with strangers. All right. I'm sorry. Play volleyball, period. <laughs> but worse, because there were strangers. I was playing Frisbee with my boyfriend, which is something we like to do, because it's very low stakes. And What percentage was, would you say you catch the Frisbee? I would say 75%. Wow. Okay. He tries not to do anything crazy. I, on the other hand, don't know how to play anything, so I... <laughs> him do real crazy stuff but anyway so we're just minding our own business and this like older man comes and is like oh you guys want to play volleyball and i was like no and everyone's like yeah and i was like he could play and they're like oh no we need you to make it even and i was like no um then other people would be like can i play and i would be like yeah take my spot but then they would beg me to come back in eventually i came in for good i scored the game winning point then I was like, cool. And then they're like, okay, we're going to play again. And I was like, no. Then they play like fucking four more times. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? So, what, so are the, what are the volleyball rules that you have to like score? What do you mean? Like, how did you know it was the winning point? Oh, because we were playing to 21. And I okay. scored a point. Yeah, I did the bump thing. The thing where you bump it, you know? Oh, yeah. And don't resort, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Uh, oh, I just got mad a lot. What was the best thing you ate? Oh, the best thing I ate. The best or worst, what'd you say? Yeah, the best thing, because we were talking a little bit about food at these adult resorts, and it sounded pretty flat. It was actually really good. Good. Um, See, when there's not a sex resort, they can focus on the food. (laughs) Exactly. What is the best thing I ate? I ate a lot of dessert, but I guess the best thing I ate was... There was a lot of ceviche. Do you know what ceviche is? Nope. I don't think you're going to like the way it sounds. (laughs) Like a cold seafood. Okay. Like an assortment of cold seafood that you usually eat on like a chip or something. Marissa, I just uh, cooked Brussels sprouts. Oh, so did I today. And I put them in my lunch for the week, so I'm going to eat oh, Brussels dear. sprouts this week. I like Brussels sprouts if they're roasted. My mom didn't like Brussels sprouts, so we never ate them. I mean, I can understand not liking them. They're, they're a heavy vegetable. I'm sorry. I need to go back and say... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I just before I forget, because I've been drinking, guys, so I can forget very easily. Since we can eat whatever we wanted, we went to this place, we had really good spring rolls, we had really good something else, and then I had, like, my dinner, and I was like, I wish I could go back and eat appetizers again. And we're like, yeah, we can. So all together, we ordered six appetizers. Good. And then, I, yeah, it was, it was a little embarrassing, but it was okay. That's like tapas, right? <laughs> yeah, but then we also had dinner. <laughs> but, uh... No, it was good. I don't have many stories to tell people because, like, we didn't do much. And we just, like, we liked it. Yeah. But, that's yeah. what vacation should be. Yeah. I watched my boyfriend eat crickets. All right. Full-bodied crickets. Live? Yeah, we got at 7-Eleven. No, they were dried. Okay. The fact that there was 7-Eleven was interesting to me. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot I have Mexican chips in my bag. I tried to get as many chips as I could from Mexico. A lot of them were really bad. But anyway, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. It was anticlimactic. Uh, but I'll tell Pete the dirt once we get off this. That's for the Patreon. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, or, <laughs> sorry, if someone were to slide into my DMs, I'd tell you the dirt. But none of you slide into my DMs, so too bad for you, bitches. Mm-hmm.
Okay. <laughs> Pete, here's your icebreaker. You could either tell me what TV universe you'd want to be in. Like, you could either just say, like, I want to be a minor character in this universe, or you could be like, I want to be part of the main group in this TV universe. Do you know what I mean? I do. Okay. Is yours going to be Asian-inspired? Believe it or not, no. Just checking. Why? Well, you know, I was kind of hoping it was something that we knew. Yeah, it'll be something you know. It'll be something that you probably feel sad that I say this, but yeah. I think, uh, listeners, you should know, when we do these icebreakers... These are spur-of-the-moment answers. They are not set in stone, okay? So if you're like some mystical, magical being out there and you're like, I'm going to grant him this wish, this is just my wish in this moment. Oftentimes okay. when we re-listen, like when I re-listen to the show, I go, that was a stupid answer, but it was I the like answer in the moment. I like how he said we, and then he changed yes. it to I. Continue. I'm going to go with Murder, She Wrote. What? That quaint New England town where people are dying all the time. But... Why? Oh, just because it looks nice and wholesome and people are nice to each other, but ultimately someone does die. <laughs> and they okay. have to figure out who killed them. <laughs> so he would like nice and wholesome, but ultimately someone must die. Right. I don't want to be in a place where it's like, it appears nice and wholesome, but it's got a seedy underbelly. It's just like, yeah, people get murdered a lot around here. And so like, we're all cool with, like, not cool with it. We all uh, acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we try okay, to do our best. Okay. Cool, got <laughs> it. She rides a little bicycle with a basket on the front. Okay, I mean you could do that. There's prop no, no. Okay, I mean yeah, not where you live, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can only ride a bike with striped shoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, remind me to talk about that later. <laughs> I so the older I get and the harder my life becomes, the more I just appreciate. And this is not a good point about me, but I just appreciate like gossip and talking about really dumb stuff and just shallow talking about shallow things outside my work and having existential crises in my house and trying to like reinvent myself and think of artistic projects my mind is always so heavy with too many things so like i always wish i had a bunch of just like shallow girlfriends i don't my girlfriends are fabulous but like i wish so i just deep. had a bunch of like shallow catty Nothing so deep, but, like, no one, like, I don't know. I don't feel like we, like, gossip hard or, like, talk about real shallow things. So I think I'd like to be in Sex and the City and, like, right in the thick of the Sex and the City universe as, like, a fifth to the core four. Yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker in that show is very selfish, and a lot of them are really judgy, but I don't know. I kind of miss a group of female friends, as much drama as that becomes. But, yeah, uh, so that's it. Speaking of, um, no, speaking of drama is not a correct segue. If you like what we do and you want to throw us a few, go out to patreon.com slash y'all Yeah, that's patreon.com slash y'all December, December, what the fuck? In September 2019, there was a Fast Company article titled, Meet the Artisanal Toilet Paper Startups Taking on Big Tissue. Subtitle, Would You Pay $3 for a Farm to Bathroom Toilet Roll? I actually didn't originally see this article. I originally saw something on some female fashion article about artisanal toilet paper, and I was like, this is stupid. And I was poking around one website, 
that was absurd. So I wanted to like read like why this is necessary, what these artisanal toilet paper companies put on the table. I wanted to make sure it was more than one company. And then I wanted to kind of take a look at what they had to offer. So, Pete, did you know artisanal toilet paper exists? No. By artisanal, I just mean like high-end, maybe luxury, maybe like indie I mean, toilet like, brand. Yeah, like it doesn't surprise me that it exists, but I yeah. didn't know that it exists. I start out by reading a paraphrase portions of this article. And then I went on one, two, three... Four, five. I went on five different indie toilet paper sites and gave my initial things I noticed and I graded them. You loved this research. So, okay. After 150 years, toilet paper is getting an update from a new flock of startups that claim their roles can seriously improve the butt wiping experience. All of them have made a sense of humor part of their brands with names like Number Two, Who Gives a Crap, Tushy, Bippy, and Peach. I don't know what Bippy has to do with that, but everything else I understand the reference. Well, the industry they want to disrupt is worth $31 billion. For decades, the major players in the tissue industry, including conglomerates like Procter & Gamble and Georgia Pacific, have done not much to innovate the toilet paper industry besides simply selling larger rolls of toilet paper mm-hmm. so you don't need to replace them as often. New toilet paper-focused startups is an opportunity in this largely unchanging industry. Their strategies include using more sustainable materials, removing plastic wrap from the packaging, improving toilet paper texture, buying rolls that look beautiful enough to, dis- to double as vacuum decor. In exchange, they're charging more than their old school competitors, which generally sell a standard roll for under $1. Though the brand Who Gives a Crap has prices starting at $1 a pop, the brand Peak charges as much as $3 a roll. So let's find out more about what these startups have to offer. First up, beating deforestation and, quote, butt crumble, which sounds disgusting. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, the... Natural Resources Defense Council released a report that laid out how the facial tissue, paper towel, and toilet paper industries are devastating forests around the world at a rate of about 27,000 trees a day. Most mainstream toilet roll brands source their wood pulp from forests which are very old and take the generate. The report came with a sustainability scorecard that listed how various brands fared. Brands uh, like Coated Northern, Charmin, and AngelSoft each received an F in terms of sustainability. So these new startups aim to kind of remedy this. These companies generally take one of two approaches. One approach is to use recycled paper rather than pulp from new version trees, which not only saves the forest themselves, but requires less energy and water. Or they use bamboo, a plant that grows much faster than a pine or spruce tree and is generally sourced from China. And according to the Natural Resources Defense Council, bamboo has a fraction of virgin fibers impact on forests and the climate. And tissue products made from bamboo release 30% fewer greenhouse gas emissions than products made from virgin wood. Okay, and a branded butt wiping experience. These brands have turned toilet paper into an opportunity to incorporate some glamor into the bathroom. The brand number two, offer several different patterns on their toilet paper's outer wrapping, ranging from safari prints to florals. 
The brand Peach skips the outer wrapping altogether and is focused on the look of the roll itself. Uh, the brand imprints a pink peach design on the sheets, something that is said to come at a significant manufacturing cost. But the brand believes that this additional feature is worth it because it contributes to the overall idea that the customer is having a branded experience. To which I ask, are people yearning for a branded butt experience? I don't know about you, but... (laughs) (laughs) So the article asks, so are premium roles here to stay? These startups seem to think that consumers will invest in a better bathroom experience as a form of self-care and wellness. Something that annoys me, but (laughs) I will bitch about... You know what? It's time I really take care of myself and get me some luxury toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. I will bitch about self-care and wellness on another day. <laughs> but so now I went on these different toilet paper websites. I will tell you this. My scorecard is in no way based on the price of the toilet paper. One, I'm not a matho, so I didn't want to calculate what you were having to pay for each roll of toilet paper. Uh, Two, matho? Yeah, that's what I tell people who are good at math. Okay. It's my personal <laughs> term. Two, I just wanted to talk about like how they present themselves and what I'm getting from a first impression. Because purely from a first impression, if I was gonna pick one, yeah, I would pick the one I I rated the most here, no matter how much it is, because some of them upset me so much. So, I will start with the toilet paper brand number two. If you are interested in this this specific brand, the brand is literally NO.2, so Google that, okay? You buy it on Goop, guys. What, how do you know that already? Well, because th- once you started this topic, I put in Goop toilet paper. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, this is a Goop-endorsed uh, toilet paper brand. And their headline on their website is, Your number one toilet paper. I like that. I like that they're called number two and, and call themselves that. You might be like, why do you like that, Marissa? Because the headlines of the other toilet paper companies are so fucking stupid. <laughs> that I like theirs is pretty simple. And all they sell is bamboo toilet paper in eight roll cartons, 24 roll cartons, and 48 roll cartons. Their toilet paper comes in a variety of prints. You can get leopard print, different kinds of floral print, leaf print, um, abstract print, and just pure black. And, (laughs) okay, in their eight roll carton, you get a a a various assortment. In their uh, 48 roll carton, you get a various assortment. But exclusively in their 24 roll carton, you can pick which design. So I guess you could pick a design that goes the best with your bathroom. So I grade them an A- minus because some of their toilet paper designs are super tacky, which is a shame if you buy the carton that doesn't let you choose the design. Let's say you have a really classy bathroom, so you get a whole bunch of like fucking leopard print toilet paper. It just looks like kind of tacky. I've also never used something that's black and wet that didn't like leave black behind. <laughs> Yeah, again, the toilet paper's not black, it's the outer covering, but that is true, like, it could seep through, and I guess it's staying in toilet paper. There's no blog, which I like, because sometimes these startups are a little overzealous and make unnecessary blogs, so I give them plus points for not having a blog. For just focusing on the toilet paper, I give them points for not having a bunch of dumb butt puns, and I give them points for just focusing on what they do and selling one thing and focusing on that. They just sell toilet paper. So number two has my highest rating. I'm not going sequentially on ratings, but I will say that is the highest rating company. 
Okay, my next one. Who gives a crap is a toilet paper company. They sell recycled paper, toilet paper, premium bamboo toilet paper, paper towels, and tissues. And I will say that all these startups have triple, uh, three-ply toilet paper. So, who gives a crap? Their toilet paper comes individually wrapped, like number two does, in a random assortment of what I would describe as fun prints and colors. <laughs> you don't get to choose, but, but it's not like any heinous prints. They have a blog with posts titled, Life's What Happens When You're on the Loo, a Diary of a Vegan, which the blog post talked almost not at all about duty. Okay. And what to buy kids that isn't crap but doesn't make their faces crumble with disappointment. Despite the fact that they put crap in the title, there yeah, was no nothing, still not about there was nothing duty related about that blog post. And the article itself included very few recommendations and no images at all. So it was a bad blog post in general that I wonder if they just did it for like SEO purposes. Like it was pointless. Like my toilet paper company should not have a blog post about what to buy my child on a holiday. I'm not gonna go see what my toilet paper brand thinks I should buy my child. So I rated them only a B <laughs> because their product selection is good. They don't sell like dumb stuff that's not related to toilet paper, but their blog is absurd, unnecessary, and barely related to toilet paper. So who gives a crap gets a B. Okay, next. Tushy is a startup brand that sells bamboo toilet paper individually wrapped in richly colored what i would call they probably were going for a classy print there are fruit prints in a, in deep tones panda prints and print that looks like a like a classical painting by michelangelo <laughs> um this brand also sells tushy ottomans which is really just like the squatty potty but like classier interesting um they sell those bidets that you could plug into your toilet Right. And they also sell an upgraded bidet with temp water temperature control. They have a travel bidet, which is absolutely just a water bottle. And they sell fucking disgusting $30 t-shirts. <laughs> Let me try to describe it. One of them is like a, a loaf of banana bread, and it's somebody pinching it. And it just says, pinching out a loaf. Another one is a piece of rope with a scissor, and it says like, Oh, no, a piece of rope and a, and a knife, and it's like cutting out a rope or cutting a rope, like a euphemism for like doing a duty. And the most upsetting one, which is a $30 shirt that says, ask me about my butthole. Right. Things that I think are problematic, if you don't know it's a toilet paper company and you walk somewhere with a shirt that says, ask me about my butthole, seems a bit problematic in my opinion. So I grade Tushy with a B, no, with a C. Because the tissue paper prints trying a little bit too hard to see as in can't use that on my butt oh <laughs> okay. uh, I didn't understand what you said uh, and their shirts are gross they should stick to the necessities because the site looks like they're way too hard trying to be a whole lifestyle brand Yeah. and no one should be looking to their toilet paper company to be a lifestyle brand okay? I feel like Just all the companies like all those startup ones like Harry's and yeah all the razor ones, yeah, like they start in a niche and then it's like, well, we have to get bigger and then they turn into something like that, yeah. No one should be buying $30 duty pun shirts from the toilet paper company, okay? Okay. For some reason, I don't know if this makes great podcasting, so I will say I'm only, re I'm only uh, reviewing two more. 
it seemed entertaining to me, but without visuals, maybe it's not. I don't know, so I apologize. Bippy, this website immediately has a pop-up option to sign up for their newsletter with the headlines, Want to be butt buddies? All right. And their main headline website is Earth-friendly butt stuff. Hmm. Okay. Their main products are bamboo toilet paper and toilet paper foam, which is a spray you use to put on the toilet paper to kind of make it a DIY uh, wet wipe. The toilet paper comes in an aesthetically pleasing array of, I would say, like a rainbow of colors, but a a mature rainbow of colors. They're not bright (laughs) colors. They're like muted, muted tones. And um, they also have a blog. I don't know why, but the blog is titled Buttwell. B-U-T-T-W-E-L-L. And their blog posts include the insane history of toilet paper. Is it insane? I don't read it. (laughs) Uh, The the wild history of the toilet flusher. And why do humans have hairy butts? So I rate Bippy a B plus because they have a great basic product selection. They're focusing on, you know, only two things. You know, they can focus on doing it well. Their blog is Wildly unnecessary, but I give them points for being on brand and very relevant. Relevant? Relevant. <laughs> uh, I think there less allusions to gay sex, because it seems like it's in poor taste. Well, maybe that's the customer base. Unless, yes, yeah, unless they are focusing on the gay community, I don't like all the butt-bited, butt-buddies and the, like, butt-stuff things. Last one. This is why I decided to focus on this topic at all. This is not going to be my plug for the website, but I encourage everyone to Google the peach toilet paper website, just spelled like the fruit. This website has rotating headlines, which include, do you hear all these fucking car horns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate fucking everyone. It's fine, okay, though. Anyway. Peachgoods.com, peach everybody. Oh, peachgoods. Holy shit! I live in this area. That is so congested and just a bunch of apartments that if they're beeping, <laughs> it's pointless because obviously the cars know where they can go. Anyway, I'm sorry. The website has a rotating batch of headlines, which listen closely to this beep. <sighs> okay, peach toilet paper. Developed with diligence, designed to delight. Mm-hmm. Delight to the month, whatever. Made from the natural world. Okay. Most toilet paper. And the lady's holding a peach. (laughs) Oh, you're looking at it? I'm glad you're looking at it. The last one, crafted in American plain country. I don't know if you're fine with that statement. I'm not. Is that going to be like, like, oh, I want to support middle America, so I'm going to buy it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'll get back to that. Okay. So this website sells quote unquote luxury toilet paper. On that one, it says tissues whose providence you can trace. Okay, I was going to get to that. Yeah. Okay, okay. sorry. Okay. okay, so this website sells quote-unquote luxury toilet paper, none of which is individually wrapped, yet uh, their money is spent on the embossment on each toilet paper. There is a, an outline of a small pastel pink peach embossed on each. I fucking hate this place. Oh, God. There is embossed with a small pastel pink peach on each piece of toilet paper. Uh... This product is apparently soft, durable bath tissue made in America out of virgin fiber without a chemical in sight. The result is an organic, 100% sustainable product. 
P. From that, do you get that it's made out of wood or what? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, and is. again, the headline throughout that you see in multiple places on the website is premium organic bath tissue made in American plain country. So I give this yeah, place an F. There's not a lot of trees in the plains, is there? I'll give this an F. First of all, I have no idea what but the fuck the dish is. She's right, though. You do have to go to the website. It is a lot of fun. Just in big yeah. peach-colored letters, it says, We believe in moments for ourselves. Yeah. Uh, I give peach an F because I have no clue what the toilet paper is made out of. Everything on the website is extremely vague. I find it highly pretentious because... Without context clues, do most people know what the word provenance means? What is American plain country? P-L-A-I-N. What does that mean? Also, I swear to you, I thought the site looks exactly like a parody site. <laughs> I want you all to go there because it looks like the parody of a toilet paper site, in my opinion. For do you not think that? For sophistication and subtlety, you've got peach, says Architectural Digest. <laughs> also... It comes in a box, but none of it's individually wrapped, which does not feel wildly sanitary. And it's trying too hard. Please, if you ignore everything else I said, go to peachgood.com. Look at their website that is trying to sell you self-care and wellness so fucking hard. Clearly seems like it's like marketed towards women and marketed towards like women who, who want to take a moment for themselves. But I feel like it just looks like something like made by someone making fun of toilet paper companies. Also on their Instagram, out of the first 10 posts, only two of them <laughs> have toilet paper in them. Oh, what? I forgot about that. Yeah, they're fucking Instagram. They again feel like they're trying to be a lifestyle brand. They have flowers so, on pancakes. <laughs> if you at all care about sustainability, from my first impressions, I would recommend uh, either number two, toilet paper brand mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that I give them an A minus or Bippy, I give them a B plus because some of the rest, they're just gross. They're just gross in the way they're marketed. And I don't know if you want to do a deep dive and punch out the numbers, be a math. So go ahead. I'm going to fucking light Philadelphia on fire. <laughs> and if you get a shirt that says, ask me about my butthole, then you can't be upset if people do ask about your butthole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, what the fuck about your butthole? Or they're going to be like, I'm going to stick my dick in your butthole. If someone tries to do something sexual to you when you're wearing a shirt called Ask Me About Your Butthole, like, I'm sorry, I would never say this, but you kind of asked for it. I'm not saying you asked for rape. You didn't ask for rape. Uh-huh. But if, like, someone's like, ooh, girl, I want to get in that ass, like, come on, don't don't wear that shirt. Uh, could I regret this when I'm sober? No, I'm not going to regret this. On, on Super Bowl Sunday, they just put Pictures of football cookies up. <laughs> I just love yeah. his Instagram. Yeah, he's just a fucking mess. And the, the I other great part is like your money. Like that picture has twenty eight likes. It's not like an insane amount of stuff going on here. Also, does a fucking toilet paper company need a fucking Instagram? Evidently, like gotta get out there, gotta get what, seen. One of those. Billy Razor Company or something, or, or there's a razor company I started using because I heard about it on podcasts. Well, like, I don't need to see a picture of a, a razor cutting hair on a leg every single day to want to buy something. 
Like, I'm just saying, like, Instagram is not perfect for every company. There are certain types of media that are best for certain types of advertising. Let me see. I think Billy Billy does have an Instagram. It's a pretty good razor company, but... My favorite thing about people trying to use technology is bad hashtags. (laughs) And... Oh, man. At the top of their page, it says, hashtag peach season. And... If you're, like, I don't know, of a certain age and an average internet user, you know that you're going to get a bunch of pictures of butts. Yeah. <laughs> but people working season. out and okay. stuff like that. Okay. Nobody's Nobody's got, thank God, pictures of their peach toilet paper. Uh, yeah, so for some reason I, 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 I am the most upset by that one. You did save so, the best you know, for last. Thank you. I, I recommend everyone looks at it. It gives me their uh, their thoughts. Marissa, what toilet paper do you like? The cheapest kind I can get a single roll of from CVS. Okay. I have no... I don't care what I wipe my ass with at all. When I do <laughs> duty, I wipe it with wet wipes. So, like, I don't care about the play of my regular toilet paper. I mean, that's probably not the most sustainable. I was considering getting one of these toilet papers because they deliver it to you. And it'd be nice to like, not have to worry to go buy toilet paper. I bet you could get cheap paper to deliver to you, too. Yeah, so, like, I really give <laughs> no shits not to do a plan where there's no <laughs> my asshole. So, please don't ask me about my asshole, because I have nothing to tell you. Pete, what toilet paper do you like? I get Charmin. Yeah, a lot of people like Charmin. But I like, like the high-end Charmin. I get, like, low-end Charmin. Why, well, there multiple ends of Charmin? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, uh, I can't, I don't know all the differences, but like, I don't like the blue one. I like the red one. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. In case, you know, instead of giving us your support through Patreon, you instead would like to provide us with toilet paper. (laughs) That's my choice. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, tell us what kind of toilet paper you like at 570-POD11 or slide into my DMs, but don't send me a picture of your ass, please. Yeah, no, that's we don't need that. Yeah, no, Pete, uh, do you have any plugs? Winnie the Pooh. What? I'm, I want to plug Winnie the Pooh. Why? You, know? you, you did a toilet paper episode. His name is Pooh. Oh, ha! I like that. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Um, I. I had an Instagram account idea that Marissa talked me out of doing. Yeah. Because you know why? Because you don't keep up with sports card truth. I know. <laughs> Tear it up, guys. It's <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and you like like a stuffed animal, and you put it on something, and then you go. There's You're ridiculous. On, man. There's poo on this desk, or like there's poo on this car. You're a ridiculous person. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Yeah. If you think Pete should do that, slide into him his DMs. I will plug. Just to to echo what I'm sure everyone is plugging everywhere, um, I finally saw Parasite, the first foreign film to, be, to win Best Movie in the Oscars. And it's as good as everyone said it is. That's all I can say about that. And for anybody wondering, yes, Brahms, The Boy 2, came out. And no, I did not get to see it yet. I will give you a review as soon as I can. <laughs> I asked if anyone wanted to see it with me. And as of yet, no one wants to see it with me. Of course not. <laughs> so that's that. Well... Until next episode, listeners. Goodbye! Yeah, hi. Hi.